This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Why? Why is that such a fake yo? Edition of the IOS podcast because here's why. Here's why. Here's why. And I've I've thought about this a lot. This is the most, by the way, how's everyone doing? Um, I thought about this a lot. Okay. I really did. And I thought the appropriate thing because the last time we recorded a podcast was literally right after the Phillies lost the World Series. And we're not over it yet. And that we're going to talk about that. You know, we'll we'll get into it, our our emotional state right now. But I was like, you know what, dude? Like ultimately down the road, we're going to look back and say this was the, the most magical run. And for this podcast and this community, it was by far, by by millions of times, the the coolest, most awesome thing that has ever happened in the history of this pod and the most awesome run we've, we've been on. So I just felt like, because look, we're not going to hear you like that for a while, unless maybe they make like a big move, which, you know, we'll, well talk about. Um, but I felt like it was worth giving the run one last year. I mean, that wasn't as big as some World Series wins and stuff like it wasn't like the biggest ever, but I thought mm-hmm. the run deserved one last year. That's why. Well, first off, um, let me just say that I, I love how much thought you put into the yo. I mean, it really <laughs> is it might be your your biggest passion project right now. Oh, yeah. Is uh, yeah. is how to fully craft and, and narrate mm-hmm. a, a perfect oh, totally. yo and just yep. Really being able to encapsulate the moment, and I, I do think people are going to be surprised by that. You know, I think that they're going to, um, you know, they're going to sit down, they're going to, you know, turn on the podcast, and I envision it's usually like I don't know why I always envision envision our listeners are like listening at eight a.m. with a pot of coffee. I don't like I think that's that's our, <laughs> yeah. that's our and that's- they're going to hear that yo, and they're going to wonder, did we just did we just go back to the World Series? Like, did we? Is the season back on? Did we just sign Trey Turner? Yeah, um, yeah. But then you, you'll fully explain it, and, and everything will come full circle. And, <laughs> and now, and now we're yeah. here, and everyone knows, unless they and, they skipped ahead for some reason. Right. Um. So yeah, it. Uh, they lost the World Series. Yeah, and... it still sucks. It still sucks. I'm not gonna, you know, front like it doesn't. It still sucks. I'm still bummed. That's where I'm at in a general sense. Yeah, and you know. I would say that I definitely I've gotten over the everyday, you know, day to day life aspect of the the Phillies losing in the World Series. Um, you know, there's still you know, I still like come across the highlight and then get super upset. Like, I mean, oh, I think- like in the Eagles press box, maybe it came across a highlight or two. <laughs> Dude, let me say something. Let me let me just. Let me address press box. Any, the, the, any high hopes listeners on that tweet is like, yep, that tracks. Well, the most annoying part about that was it was like, the, first of the people that don't know me that got like super mad, like the, like, and the, and the, the, you know, fake journalists that aren't really there, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh my God. It was like, oh, this is disrespectful uh, to the press uh, box. Uh, uh, Dude. You know, you uh, know, you know, is not going to get on board with that argument. Your boy right here, 
Mr. Hates the Breast Box and thinks it's the worst thing ever in the history of the <laughs> well, world. It's so just... right there. It's the, I hate it. I, I've told the story before two million times, but I went in the Phillies Press Box once. The very first time I had a press pass, I went in once. RBI Phillies RBI single in the first inning. I pump my fist like this. And everyone in the press box, or at least everyone close, like looks over at me with a disapproving look. And I literally was like, never again. And I walked out and I've never sat in the press box again. Yeah. And like, so my, my current uh, mental state with the Phillies is like, I, I just, I can't get into the Eagles. Like I, I love the Eagles. I watch every game. I talk about them every day. And it's just like that the Phillies run was so insane and yeah. so intense I'm right and and so like it just it consumed me and I'm it, shot it, emotionally because of it like I feel like I can't get there right now I can't like rise to the occasion to get <laughs> yeah. like super yeah, upset or super yeah. into an Eagles game now at the end you know when when it hurts like when they're trying to come back late in the game I I let out a little spill fist pump you know I was I was into it I was good to go I was ready but like when I'm there and it, the crowd isn't as you know, it's not like the Citizens Bank Park crowd, and Nothing is. and I'm just, I just, I just got so like honestly, I got really freaking sad being at Lincoln Financial Field, and like just remembering what had happened literally a month before. I mean, James, James, it's the, it's the one month anniversary of them clinching against the the Braves. Like, wow, dude, that was a month ago, man. That's crazy. A freaking month ago with the JT inside the park. We were at that. We were at. We were at the game. And yeah. we were there and, you know, like, it's like that stuff is so cool. And that's stuff that I miss. And it's so funny, James. Like one of the things that we talked about leading into the run was like, oh, uh, we just want new memories. Like we yep. just want, like, I, I love 07 to 11. I still get goosebumps with most of the stuff. Um, but like now we have a whole new bank of memories. And, you know, I did a top five on the air of uh like the, the the my five favorite moments of the run or whatever oh like i already got chills and it's only been over for like a week and a week and a half and i already there's already been so many chill inducing moments so like i was sitting at, at the link last night i'm watching a boring football game and i was just like you know what i'm sad and i, I put on so I found, by the way, there's a YouTube video out there that has all the postseason home runs, which is just Ooh, glorious. Buddy. That is and glorious. it's right up there my alley. There were so many. There were so many. There was a lot of dingers. Like, <laughs> there were so there many dingers. And oh uh, God, it was dude. it was funny because BLG takes the photo, whatever. And then I shout out to Mac BLG. That was great work by you, buddy. Like seriously, Brandon, I love you. I loved you already. But that was like very good work by you getting that done. And then I had Glenn over my shoulder. Glenn goes, what's wrong with you? Yeah, and then, that, I'm not surprised. That sounds like a, <laughs> a, 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 what Glenn would say in that. Moment. Yeah. Yes. John Clark just looked confused, frankly. I mean, to like, be fair, I texted you. It was psycho behavior, but I loved it. <laughs> I said that's psycho behavior, but I love it. And then and then back Allen was like, He's like, you're a sicko. And I was well, like, it's like, it just can, can any, does anyone here understand me? You know, I felt, <laughs> I felt very alone in that moment where I didn't feel like yeah. anyone else quite understood, uh, under, understood me. So, um, we did buddy, this whole podcast community. I know. I, it, like, as soon they, as I saw it, it was the least, it was honestly, honestly, Maybe the least surprising thing that happened all night for me, like Jeffrey Laurie singing "We Are the Champions" with fans in the in the lot, way more shocking than you watching Philly's highlights in the press box. I mean, what are we doing here? What are we doing? 
And it, I, I mean, mean so the Eagles, the Eagles losing the turnover battle is more surprising than you watching highlights in the in the Phillies right now. And some are saying that Jeff Lurie cost the Eagles the season. Like I don't want to Yeah, there's no doubt. I don't. I'm sure you guys broke that down for at least 20 minutes on the Colbert's podcast. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's a that's a that's a that's a season ruiner um, by Jeffrey. Uh, um, it was horrible, horrible, like uh, but, just a, a disaster. But yeah, like uh, you know, I looked. I, like I've gotten over the loss, right? Like I've, I've fully gotten over. Like they lost Game Six. They pulled Wheeler. Um, you know the Jordan Alvarez home <laughs> run. I've only watched. I I honestly, James. The only time I've seen the Jordan Alvarez home run was when it actually happened. Same. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you you have to like you uh, you won't get this reference because you know you're yeah. you, but but and you've been trying and I appreciate you. You are you are you are much better than than speaking of Go Bird, someone like Elliot in terms of like wanting to watch older things and catch up on stuff. And you over the weekend asked me for '90s movies recommendations and and you watched them and it's great and I I love it. It's a beautiful thing. But for those who are old enough or, or whatever have seen it, you would have to, to clockwork orange me and pry my eyelids open to make me watch that. That's yeah, but see, the, the new reference for that would be that Netflix movie with Sandra Bullock and... Uh, oh, Bird Box. Bird Box, yes. So, it's not as good a reference, though. I mean, yeah, I, but I, maybe I mean, Clockwork Orange it. is the perfect reference for prying your eyelids open to force you to watch something. It's the perfect reference. It just is. Yeah, so I've only seen that, you know... I've <laughs> this, only feels seen the... like, this feels like a, a high hopes pod poll that I'm going to lose somehow. No, you know what this feels like? You know what I legitimately sit here and feel like? I feel like when the camera clearly doesn't understand a reference and just goes like, you know, you know, when someone says something to him and he's like, all right, two, one, five, five, yeah. nine, two, nine, four, nine, four. Exactly what, yes. Like when he clearly just has no idea what they're talking about, but he wants to move the conversation along. Like I I have no reference to Clockwork Orange at all. Except, except for the I fact know. that it's just keeping your eyes open. Man, and it's a great course, movie and a great book, Jack. How about that? Oh, uh, see, again, yeah, I, know, I know. How many times I, know. I have to tell you that reading fiction is pointless? I don't yes, know. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that, that sounds awful. Um, <laughs> like, legitimately, I couldn't think of a worse experience than reading a fiction oh, book. It's the um, best. The best. I'd rather I'd rather I would give up I would give up TV and not counting sports, but I would give up TV shows and movies before I would give up books. I just don't get it. I I just don't get it. I know. Um, No. So like so I saw the I have to by the way, real quick, it feels like we're back now. I mean, this feels like, you know. We're not like breaking down games, which was amazing. But this is like, you know, we're back. I know. But breaking down games is so boring. You know, it's like, oh, the the sixth inning. Can you believe that Rob Thompson went to the bullpen? Um, um, But like, yeah. So like game six, I'm, I'm sort of just done with like. They lost game five. I'm not even close to being over. Like, like I, game five is something that I will. We talked a lot during the, the postseason run of like things you're going to tell your grandkids about. Like them blowing. <laughs> like game five. Game five might have, might as well have been like 1964 to uh. my future. Like it just the, the disaster fuel. Um. So like it's just the the Chaz catch the marsh at bat. Like there's just so many little things. Yeah. Like, the Reese pace is loaded fast. The Reese error. error. Yeah. Anyway, we can list them off at the same time. Yeah, no yeah. Doubt. 
Um, so, but like, other than that, now I finally, I finally gotten to the point where it's like, dude, what a run, man. And, and I, I, I still am balancing in my head, like amazing run. And it's also like, I need them to get back there again. And I kind of feel like that. And I kind of feel like that's where, that's where Middleton is too. Like if I had to, if I had to go inside the brain of John Middleton, when he looks at this Phillies team, he's like, that was awesome. But now I need the I need the full yep. thing. Like I, yep. I, I had a bite of the apple. Now I want the whole thing. And as us and as fans of this team, like that's really exciting. That's a really exciting to place to uh, a place to be at with this. So um it's it's postseason time or off season time, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe it'll be like a postseason thing on this pod and look he also has the the perfect you know i guess he's the president of baseball ops and not the general manager but the perfect guy to be like all right let's go win a world series now like that's what dave dombrowski does that's the that's the mo like dave's the guy who puts you over the top um so uh yeah i'm right there with you especially about look i'm still sad like i really am and i know you are too it is you know, it is, it, I honestly thought like throughout the whole run as the run was happening, Jack, and we talked about like house money and we talked about like, oh, you know, it's all good and all that. And I really, throughout the whole time, I really believed it. I really was like, you know what? Like, this is magic, man. And the experiences I've had, and this is all true that I'm saying, but I'm saying in the moment, I'm like the experiences I've had being at these games, you know, watching games with you, us doing shows on WIP after like all the, the meeting, like the amazing like so many people like you said like way more people i met way more people than i thought listened to the podcast period just over the games we were at like all that stuff is is so amazing and as it's happening i'm like this is so amazing no matter what happens i'm gonna be like super happy and i'm still bummed i'm like i i I took the loss way harder than i thought it would but i definitely agree with the the concept like and again down the road it's it's gonna be it's gonna be something that I, I only look at fondly. But the point is that they have to win it to Middleton, to Dombrowski. Like they have to win it for us to be able to look at this run, this run, especially fondly. Like they can make this really special. Like then it's like, oh, remember that run? And they learned how to win. And then they went and won the freaking World Series, you know? And by the way, just to show, I actually changed my Twitter bio. Can you see it on the video? We're near the video stuff. See, just talking about the moments of the run. Can you see that, Jack? What it says? I was in the building for the Bryce Harper home run. <laughs> yeah, I, nice. I I'm, I'm glad you moved on from embrace the thirst. Yeah, well, that was really a, a, a inside joke for Spike Gaskin and yes. and and like you in a little bit, but mostly for Spike. Um, but yeah, I, I had to move on from that. I, even honestly, though- I was, the only reason I hadn't is because I'm just lazy and not even lazy i just don't think like you're mr change the buy all the time like i i that was the embrace the thirst i changed i was like i changed my bio once before and then i changed it again it's like all right you know new bio well i think i i think i settled on my permanent bio you know at this point um you know unless something changes but my permanent bio and it's maybe the most true thing that has ever been about me does not handle phil's loss as well um <laughs> <laughs> like i just that is perfect I feel like I just need to put that in the bio. So like anyone that's surprised that we're melting down about a game in July, like that's why, like I just, I straight up don't, uh, I I don't handle them well. But speaking of your Twitter, um, I, I literally almost had to mute you and maybe like, maybe unfollow you over the weekend. I just, I can't take all the Eagles tweets. I just, it's too much. Like the the wound, the, the wound of losing the world series. is just like, it's too fresh. Like, 
I can't. I can't. Get oh, my... me, me. Unlike all the other people in your Twitter feed who were tweeting about the Eagles, like you were just gonna. I'm the one that was so offensive to you. Yes, it was. I, 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 I definitely tweet a lot less than most people during Eagles games. Let's say that. Yes, but here, but I here's tweet the... the minimum amount that the guy who has an Eagles podcast and talks about the Eagles on the radio has to tweet during an Eagles game. No, but here's my point. Here's my point: is that all those other people. I don't do a Phillies podcast with where we live and die with the baseball know, team. And honestly, you want to know, it's kind of like seeing the Eagles tweets. It <laughs> felt like you were, it felt like you're cheating on me. It really oh did. It really did. It was like, Oh my God, Jalen hurts is the MVP. And it's not even close. It's like, well, he's not even the betting favorite. <laughs> so I was like, I was actually looking, I was looking at think you made me hate the Eagles. You, I do you. It is my you. Fault. Yeah. You made me turn against the Eagles yesterday. Yeah. Made me start rooting for the commanders because I can't, <laughs> I can't do it, dude. I can't do it with the freaking uh, everything with the Eagles right now. Like I just totally true. By the way, everyone believe him. He definitely did turn and root for the commanders. That's not a lie. It's the truth. It's not a lie. I, I, <laughs> I need a lie. I needed a loss so bad yesterday. It's not even funny. I really did. And this Jack had such a spring in his step this morning. He's like, hello. I came in playing. It's a beautiful day by you, too. You did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I just listen. It, the city needed a loss yesterday. <laughs> yeah. We, if, like, if, we haven't had enough losing lately. If I'm not over. I mean, the I'm, union lost, too, I Jack. Know. Did you know that? Did I know. know? I know. And, and listen, here's here's the truth. If I'm not over game six of the World Series and losing that yet and like yes. them blowing it, like you can't enjoy this this Eagles playoff run yet. You know, like yeah. I'll I'll let you'll, you know when, like, it's, <laughs> when it's OK. It's good. It's good. I, I love this. Love everything about it. I lo- honestly, more than anything, the, the idea that that somehow me on Twitter would be any an issue for anybody at any point is like, I feel like that's a good thing. Like, I'm good. I'm doing something. You know, They're usually it's like you don't tweet ever. So that's good. Yeah. Jack, yeah. How's it feel to have a hater? The <laughs> yes. <community. laughs> yes. The only one. You are the only one. Who is mean to me on Twitter? Yes, that never happens. I wanted to reply to. I was gonna. I was gonna start turning into a troll, oh, like you know, you just be afraid. really angry. The funny thing is, I wouldn't have seen him. I, I wouldn't know. Have seen oh, him. Yeah. I'll check my mentions. Yeah, yada, yada, well, yada. certainly not like during Eagles games. Like, it, it's impossible. It's impossible. There's like so many people replying to everything. It's like I can't. Like I'm watching a game. Like I, I try and tweet like because I have to. If I didn't have to tweet for my job, Jack, I wouldn't tweet. I would never tweet. I I would probably use it just to follow and be an information source type thing. I would just never tweet, but I tweet, Jack. You're welcome. No, I'm proud of you, buddy. It's good. Yeah. Um, um, and speaking of, uh, it's reached full off season mode. By the way, mm-hmm. um, we could really use five more rebounds from uh, Jonas. Oh, Valchunas. there we are. There we like are. I just, I need. If if if, if Alchunas could get me five rebounds here in the fourth, I'd be very very excited. So can I can I say something? It's actually Phillies related. Like we, it's actually a Phillies thing. It's not just whatever. Can I say something that's that's just bugging me? That you haven't not, won a bet. You haven't won a bet since the Eagles since the Phillies season ended. Uh, yeah, Jack's been on a what's the opposite of a heater? A, a colder? A cooler? No, uh, you know what? You know my problem. I, is I had a horrible day on Sunday. It makes me feel any better. I had a disaster day. So I feel you. Buddy. Well, it happens. Um, I, I live bet the Eagles way too much. That was a disaster. Yeah, I know. Well, you know what they always say. Yeah. 
Keep doubling down. (laughs) It's sage advice that you get all the time. You know, know, the worst part is, is that I'm on a cold streak, but like every pick I give out wins that I don't take because I didn't have fun to the account. Yeah. Um, So that was fun. Um, Well, freaking to camera on our, have you, do you know what he's done with his picks in like whatever the last amount of weeks this is? I'm not going to, I don't know the exact, like 10 weeks or nine weeks or whatever. I guess it would mean that 10, eight weeks, whatever. He he's 18, three and three in his last 24 picks that he's given out in the air. Like no. that's, and I've bet on none of them. Like, cause I'm like, I'm not betting on the cameras picks. Whoops. 18, three and three. He's like on a heater. And I, I, cause I know as soon as I bet on it, I'm just done. All right. Any anyway, Philly's thing. All right. Cause I, and this is not going to be popular with them, with a lot of people, at least according to Twitter, you know, as that's a good way to gauge things. I'm sure. Um, can we all stop bitching about Rob Thompson not getting the manager of the year? Like, do we, first of all, and most importantly, like we don't curse on the podcast. I'm not going to curse. And I, and Jack, I've come around on this again, all the videos I got of the kids saying, yo, and doing the thing, like I've melts my heart. Like I'm, I'm, you know, me like sucker for it. It's awesome. It makes my day every time. It's the only thing that gets Emily to not hate the yo. Cause it, you know, she's like, could you keep the yo down? And I never do. And you know, it's a whole thing, but, um, point being, um, I like, who cares about the manager of the year award? I was going to say who the bleep cares. And that's why I didn't, that's why I brought the cursing thing. Like who cares? Who cares? Like Buck Showalter just won it. All right. Do you know how many times he's won it? Did you see that that it was two? Do you know how many times Buck Showalter is on the manager of the year? Like four times, four times. Fort, first of all, would have never known it if you didn't see the tweets there, right? Like, who cares? Okay, no one knows. No one cares. Like, we know how many MVPs people won because we care about that. No one cares. And then, like, Terry Francona wins it in the American League, right? Like, very justified. Great job. You know how many Francona has? Two. Three. The manager of a generation has three. And Buck Showalter is a fine manager. Like, this is not meant to, like, rip Buck, but he's, like, fine. Like, he's a fine manager. He has more than Terry Francona. This is such a stupid award that no one cares about. No one cares. Rob Thompson was the World Series manager. He got to take his team to the freaking World Series. He got a contract. And as someone in his position who never thought he'd even get a managing job, like, he's probably, like, over the moon about all this. Like, Rob's fine. It's all good. It's so dumb. Who cares about managing? I'm sorry to all the people who clearly care on Twitter. I really, I care about you. And it's not meant to, like, rip you. I just, I'm trying to tell you don't care about this because it doesn't matter. It's so dumb. Thank you. You want to know how I know it's dumb? Yes. Is that if you asked Buck Showalter, who would he rather have been this year, Buck Showalter or Rob Thompson? Yeah, that's a what, great do you, what do you think that Buck Showalter would have chosen? Great point. It's a great point. Going to the World yeah. Series. So, at the same time, like, I mean, it was pretty much decided that Buck Showalter was winning it in like freaking. Yeah, August. totally, um, totally. And like, also, it's not like. It's such a dumb. Dave Roberts was what second or third? He's a disaster. Dave Roberts is like a horrific baseball manager. Well, like, and and, so and I dumb. and I feel like I have to explain this. It's a regular season award, yeah. so they don't vote on it during after the World Series. Obviously, if they did that, they would just choose whoever won the World Series. <laughs> yeah, so. Dusty Baker. I really feel like he should win it this year. So let's give it to him. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, I mean. 
listen, Rob Thompson's our guy. Um, and him. even though like every decision backfired in games five and six, but <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. Um, yeah. it, and it, uh, it speaking of the camera heater, he just talked to eight and three, eight, three and three. It's going to run out. He's not going to go the rest of the season on a heater. Topper's heater ran out. It just it ran out at the worst possible time. <laughs> Could not have thought of a worse spot, <laughs> you know, like, of all the times to, to run out of, uh, uh, you know, your fastball stopped working. Be done. So. Uh, um, yeah. Especially Man. when Wheeler's fastball didn't stop working. Damn it. I had to. I thought I really I thought we were over it, buddy. I really. <laughs> it was too good a line not to. I'm sorry. That was I not really it. did. Yeah. I really did. I really did. Also, Jose Alvarado was done. But besides that, <laughs> besides the fact that Jose Alvarado is not the same pitcher and allowed three home runs in the playoffs, I'm like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm not over it. We're not over it. We don't, no, have to pretend, no. we don't have to pretend like we're over it. We're not over it. I'm not. Like, I... Again, to the point you made before, like I really do feel like an, and I know it'll come back, but I really do feel like I'm on like a, like I'm a, I'm an emotional I'm like dulled emotionally or whatever right now. Like I feel like I can't. I reach such heights and such lows that like everything in between just kind of is like, all right, you know, Eagles Monday night game against Washington. All right. I know they well, lost. I'm bummed. You know. And I think it wasn't because, like losing the freaking World Series. I think it's because we, you know, obviously like we cared so much, but so did, so did our people too. And like, yeah. and having them having them join us, you know, for the journey. And like, I kind of this is this, I don't mean this to sound like egotistical at all. Like I really don't. But it felt like we were like the leaders of a movement of like. Like everyone, get on our backs and like we'll carry we'll carry you to a World Series and wow. what a and, statement. What and a we're statement. gonna do this together. And it's just like when you have the the honestly the pressure, like when you have the pressure of of being a leader of a fan base <laughs> oh that we had God. for that month month and a half stretch. Oh like, man, how am I like again? How am I supposed to sit in the Eagles press box? With mere mortals, when, <laughs> when when like we just got done doing what we do, like that's amazing. Now, honestly, there it is. There's how I explain it. <laughs> yeah, For a month I... and a half, we were on top of the world. Yeah. We were on the jumbotron. Yeah. We were doing podcasts that were doing massive numbers. We were on WIP we were... after like clinchers. We were getting tweets and long messages which were unbelievable telling us about how much the Phillies mattered to them uh, and it was so it was magical it was it was it was amazing and I felt like this personal burden to help carry this city to a world title and then I started thinking about especially after game three like oh my god they're gonna win it like they're actually gonna freaking win the world series and I wasn't I wasn't mentally ready for the world series I gotta be honest like I was like, this is all this is all too fast, you know? Like mm-hmm. this is so fast, but it's also so fun, it's also so magical. And then I started thinking about the float and like how we'd obviously be on it and like <laughs> oh, you know, partying with the, the players and stuff. And, this like, has been a hell of a soliloquy right here. And then like, you know, like I was down in freaking Houston for game one, and like everything is just everything is just insane. Like it was such a high point of my young life mm-hmm. that I, it's so hard for me to reach like any apex of 
right. <laughs> I know. So, and then I found out I have, then I found out I was having a boy. And you want to know, like, ah, yes, baby boy friends. And you want to know the wrong Jackie Junior. You want to know the wrong time to figure out you're having a boy, James? Tell me if you yeah. agree with this. Yes. Tell me if you agree that this is the worst possible time mm-hmm. for a guy like me to figuring to figure out that you're having a boy, and that is like around Game Five of the World Series. It, went, I I rem- it, it was Game Five. You came and told me. I remember it was definitely Game Five. Well, and and the thing is, is that like every day listening to WIP, it's like, oh my god, and like I remember winning the World Series with my dad, and like all this, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I want this, like I want this, <laughs> you know, I want this. But at the same time, not here yet. So you yeah. know, next year, yeah, there's but more time though, for that. There's more time for that. Yeah. So I started thinking about like, oh, the future memories and whatever. Hope he likes. <laughs> hope he likes baseball. <laughs> I um, know. What? Yeah, watching me into like bowling or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Dad, I just yeah. really, really, really Listen, love it. Have you ever support. seen the? Yeah, exactly. That's 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 right, Jack. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Whatever, whatever he's into, support it, foster it, culture it. It's a good thing. Um, and yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there with everything you said, you know, minus the, you know, incredibly egotistical, you know, leaders. But it it wasn't (laughs) meant out of an egotistical way. It was sort of meant it was it was meant in a positive way, I think. I know. I know. No, I'm right there with you. Um, and yeah, I think you hit on what you hit on in there that I think is probably why I think the biggest reason why it hurts so much is that. You know, we've done so much of over the the five plus years, whatever it is of the podcast of um, like knowing that this team wasn't going to actually win when it mattered, despite, you know, getting excited about a four game win streak or a particular signing or this or that, like deep in our hearts, deep in our souls, we knew that they were going to disappoint us, that that. In the end, no matter what. Well, we not wanted, this like, team, though. No, yeah. no. I'm saying prior to this, this is what I'm right. saying. I'm saying that for the first five years of this podcast, that was like what it was. And then in the course of a month, this team actually convinced us they were going to win the World Series. It wasn't like, oh, this is just a magical run and it's fun and whatever happens. That's cool. Like, we actually all got to the point where, like, oh, man, like, we're about to win the World Series. You we thought you're gonna be on a float, all right? Like that's how far along we, this thing got. I said we. <laughs> and, and, and I I think that's what makes it hurt so much. You know, I think that's the that's really the 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 crux of it is that like you know that they got us to that point where we really truly believed with everything that we had and 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 like it was worth it. It was so cool to feel that about the Phillies again, again to the point in this podcast we've never felt that way. But it also it makes it hurt like a whole lot more when they lose when you actually believe they're gonna freaking win. I know, and we we tried we tried to guard ourselves, right? Like, yeah. Uh, even yeah. when I tweeted, I was like, I was like, eh, this might be the wrong thing, but who cares? I mean, part of what we do is tell people how we feel all the time, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. pretty good at that. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe too good. Um, <laughs> you know, very emotional. Um, but yeah, and and. Especially because game three was such like an emotional high. It's like, ah, 
Bryce uh, goes yard, boom, go, and like they're freaking uh, destroying the Astros. Like just a shutout, seven nothing shutout in the World Series. Like it was, it was, it was magic. It was like, and we were there. We we're just like, wow, like that yeah. was the, and 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 also because like let's go back in time to that point. They still hadn't lost a game at Citizens Bank Park at that yeah. point. So like everything that we had felt there had been that, and it felt like this culmination. Of you know the the three weeks or whatever it was two and a half weeks prior at Citizens Bank Park of like oh we just romp here like that's what we do we just beat the crap out of teams here and that felt like oh man like we're not losing here like we're not getting on a plane like I think that was said on this on this podcast like you know like I, you know they really that felt like the moment where it was like oh we got it like we got well, it like and. I believe this maybe like I, I, I mostly believe this. I actually think game three or game. Yeah. Game three ended up being the worst thing that could have happened to them. Yeah. Because they started thinking, Oh, we can just hit a ton of home runs. Yeah, I, like, I want to be the. I think they were like, I want to be the one to hit it in the sea of red. I think that yeah. like, they got that kind of vibe. It's like, no, I'm going to be the one who hits it in the sea of red. Get ready. Here it comes. Yeah. And I know. And no I, hit uh, of it. And you know, I think there's some people like, Oh, the, the lights got too bright for him. It's like, I don't think that's the case at all. I think I think they were I think they were just trying to hit homers, man. Like I think they were just trying to be like, you know what? This looks super fun to hit a home run in Citizens Bank Park. Like I'm gonna try to do that too. Um, and it turned out they got no hit. And then, dude, just just again, game, game five. It's like it, it, you know, the, the, just the some of the worst approaches I've seen from a mm-hmm. from a team that got into the World Series. It's like they reverted back to being you know early September, like late August fills. It's like why why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? And then they still almost that? won it. All right. Um, let's move forward. It's time. Yes, that's what we do, James. It's time. Is that we turn the page and we it's move time. forward. Look, we've never we've never done this World Series thing. You know, <laughs> we have done. We've previewed many an offseason, Jack. We've we've dove into the free agent classes and the trades and all that stuff. And next week, next week, the perfect offseason podcast is coming your way. If you've never, if you're new, the people who are listening, who have listened before, you know, perfect off season coming, get excited. If you're new, it's one of our favorite pods. It's one of our, you know, signature pods. I feel like that sounds like a testicle. It's one of our signature pods, but it's like, it is like, it's one of the things we do every year. And we love to like, you know, break down what we want them to do. And we try and be realistic and we try and kind of work within the confines of what we expect it to happen. But we, we break down what we want them to do. And look, we've, we've had some hits in the past. It's pretty clear that people in the front office is in the pot. I'm just saying. So, you know, so that's coming next week, but, but let's well, pivot now. Go ahead. You got a perfect off season thought. I do because Good. You, mentioned, I like this. you mentioned signature podcast Ooh. and it, it couldn't help, but make me think about something that I think we should get done. Um, I mean, for the sake of the podcast, uh, I kind of feel like we need Jim Nance to say a tradition unlike any other. The perfect offseason. Oh, man. Yep. This is, this is this is a really, 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 really great idea. Is Jim Nance on Cameo? Can I? Can we, can... Okay. A, a, we'll look into this. B, you never know who's listening. If anyone out there is listening to that pod and you happen to know Jim Nance, or happen yes. to know someone who knows Jim Nance. Which I'm sure many of our listeners do. You never know, right? Hey, maybe no Fred Couples. Friends with Jim Nance. 
you know, you never know how this thing can can was play Fred out. Couples the only golfer that you could name off the no, top of your head? No, it's because they were they were college roommates. Like actually, it's because really, yeah, you've no, oh, dude, Jim Nance has a Jim Nance has a great story about Fred Couples and him, where they like basically predict that someday that he was like, it, I was, long story short, where they're on the the college golf team together, and the the golf teacher, like the not teacher, whatever coach comes over and he's like, you know, what's your, what's your dream or what's your goal? And Fred couples said, or what's your name and what's your goal? And he's like, I'm Fred couples and I want to win the masters someday. And uh, then he gets to Jim Nance and Jim Nance is like, I'm Jim Nance. And I want to, I want to call the master someday. And then fast forward to however many years later it was the Jim Nance freaking calls the masters that Fred couples freaking wins and gets <laughs> cursing. Wow. Damn it. Mark it's the time. It's not that hard. It's Ditch not to that give hard. him the green jacket. How, like, how cool is that? Like, what a story. How do you that, right? work in radio? You you get excited on the radio too every day, and you I've don't never, manage I've to never slip out. On of the that I know. I know. I don't get it. I just I don't yeah. get it. Well, it's wild. you know. Yeah, I know. it happens. That's that's it's, a cool story. I never heard that. It's before. a very good story. Yes, and yes, it it only happens on the podcast. I think because you know you're a lot. Other podcasts, I I I have cursed on, so I think I have a looser, you know, right feel in such situations. Right. I'll bleep it. I'm gonna remember to bleep it. I promise. Well, thirty six minute mark. Um, I give you. My, I give you my word. Um. I wonder if we could recreate that that uh, that story between you and I. You know, maybe maybe one. <laughs> you know, maybe one day on this podcast, like you know, James, what's your goal in life? My goal in life is to be at the World Series um, with Jack in yeah. twenty. Like, no, you know. All right, here's all right. Here we go. I got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. it. I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. What year is it? Twenty twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In 2042. No, no. In That's 24, far. In 2044, in 2044, Uh-oh. you and I and Zoe. Oh, and, and done, we're going to watch. We're going to watch the Phillies win the World Series together. There it is. So everyone remember this podcast. You remember it as a time that James said the F word for no reason. Um, <laughs> Other than he's massively unprofessional, um, uh, and 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 much like yeah. Jim Nance and Fred Couples, we will have that moment in 2044 when uh, my son's like 22, which is totally yeah. normal to think about at this point. So, yeah, whatever. And James yeah. will be in like his, and James will be in his. <laughs> I'll, 60s. Be in, I'll be in a wheelchair. It'll be great. It'll be no, great. you'll just be in your 60s, pal. The 60s at that point will be the new early 50s. Look so this. ever since you became a, you're becoming a dad, like you've you've softened on the age thing. I like this. You're like, oh, all right, I'm gonna be old. Oh, today. believe me, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea how many times I started working out the math in my head of like, well, when they're 18, I'm gonna yep. be this. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, wow, so it's just like getting pretty close. <laughs> um, so yeah. So just remember that when we're done. Uh, with this yeah. I'm, how could I ever forget it? All right. Uh, off season stuff. Uh, do you, I'm assuming you have some stuff in the take bag off. Do you want to dive into the take bag and kind of go to the off season there? Do you have anything else before we kind of move forward? Cause again, we're going to do the perfect off season next week. Um, we'll dive into, you know, exactly what we want and stuff. We, you know, obviously there's been some rumors out there and stuff, but you know, we're going to tackle the, the, Trey Turner's and Xander Bogarts and all that stuff next week. So generally, very exciting. Made, 
Anything else uh, off season y that's not in the take bag before the take bag? Or do you want to um, add the take bag and do the take bag? I'll just, I don't have this written in the take bag, but uh, my my overall like feel heading yes, into the perfect yes, off season. This is perfect. Give it to me. Heading into the perfect off season is they're going to sign whatever shortstop signs a six or wants to sign a six year deal. So, like, whoever's the first to say, I'll sign a six year deal, I think they'll sign. Like I think it would be like six one sixty for for Bogarts, and I think they'd sign like Trey Turner to six two hundred plus whatever. Like they'll pay Trey Turner, but I think their it feels like their main goal is like let's keep the years down. We don't want to pay a shortstop slash second baseman into like their mid thirties, late thirties it would be. So it's like we don't want to hand out a seven. I mean, like they're both like thirty or about to be thirty. So a six yeah. year contract, they're going to thirty six anyway. So anything past that would be late thirties. You know. And especially right. like so, Turner's a guy who, you know, speed is one of the biggest assets for him. So I, I think that's a, a prudent strategy. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's like I'm starting to get pretty damn excited about yeah, like about adding one of those guys. Like Trey Turner would be unbelievable. Like it'd just be fun seeing that guy play for the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only see that slide of him at Citizens Bank Park like so many times. Before, the like, inside the park are you talking about? Where he like know. just gets off like way too coolly. I know. I know. Um, I know. So like, dude, I've I mean I've envisioned it a million times. Um, and and by the way, like people get so worked up about hypothetical lineups in November. Like I was just throwing it out there. Like it's first off, a lineup changes a million times. He might be the leadoff hitter. I've honestly come around to Schwarber, Turner, Harper, one, two, three. And, Ooh, and and go lefty there. righty lefty you got that sounds like a beautiful start um so uh i've gotten really excited about turner i will say i love bogarts man like sure. it sounds it sounds honestly the way we talk way that i talk about bogarts are specifically it reminds me of how we talked about Didi, where it's like every red sox fan loves the guy so yeah we're gonna love yeah him. yeah um but i think like Adding him, adding Bogarts, and making him your two-hole hitter, um, and just let him go bat three hundred and hit twenty-plus homers. The defense isn't great. I totally get that. Like, not a great defensive player. He's probably gonna have to move off shortstop after next year. So he's gonna be like a third baseman or a second baseman, probably you know second baseman. The nice part about that, and people get so worked up about the flip the short- stop back. Dude, Stott's like fine, man. Like, <laughs> uh, uh. like people get so worked up about like, oh my god, well, well, he can't play shortstop in two years. Bryson Stott just proved he could play shortstop in the World Series at 24 or 5 or whatever. Like, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. You can go back there. If you sign one of these guys, just get the best hitter. So, um, and you know what's funnier? Is funnier a word? Sure. Okay. I don't think it, I don't know if it makes sense. I got to hear the rest of the sentence to see if it makes well, sense. Well, you know what's funnier, funnier is the word. You know what's funnier is that. Um, yeah, that works. Yeah, of course. Never a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, we talk about. World Series pedigree, dude. Every each one of us won a World Series, so it's like yeah, it's a great. You're at it. Like, like we talk Turner's about adding two, right? Turner's won two. Bog- well, Bogarts has won two. Well, so is Turner. Turner won in Washington and in Los Angeles, or was he not there in 2020? He went in 2021. My bad. Okay, never mind. So Bogarts has two. Yeah, well, Bogarts was 2013 and 18, but he was young in 13, 18. He was, you know, this guy. Come on. Get up on your Trey Turner knowledge. Yeah. Trey Turner's a right. one time World Series champ. Yeah. Uh, and Cray is a choke artist. Just kidding. He's also like the clutches of the moment. Yeah, he's won sure. a bunch. Yeah. I mean, well, dude. Yeah. 
Also it's, the best it, defensively, probably too. I mean, Turner's 100%. good too, but yeah, what? but Correa's Correa's the best. I actually think we've overrated Trey Turner's defense. Yeah, I Correa, I think Correa's the best of the three, like for sure. And why is Correa being talked about like at all? And he's younger. I mean, like depending on the money, like there's a decent chance Correa is like the best investment of the three. Well, also. Also, if you're not going to go over six years with Turner or Bogart, it's like you could give eight years to Correa and he's out at six, uh, 36 anyway. Yeah, it's true. Um, I actually think that we as a fan base have like slept on Correa for no reason. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. And maybe because he hasn't been linked to the Phillies at all. That's exactly what it is. And that Xander's a Dombrowski guy, Turner, the Harper stuff. Like there's such clear links to those guys. Even in, and obviously like the reporters have done it since. But even before that, it's just always been we've talked about those guys for those reasons, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I, I, I'm honestly at the point where, if I, well, I want Turner the most. I would put Xander and Correa tied, probably. Yeah, I might put Correa second. Yeah. And it's not a slight at Xander. I just think he's a better all-around player right now. And, and, dude, I mean, him hitting the, hitting the watch if he hits a home run at Citizens mm-hmm. Bank Park. Mm-hmm. I mean talk about uh starting to get ahead of ourselves that's one example <laughs> of that um and like i guess i'd take dansby i just like yeah. people could tell me all they want yeah. about like dansby this it's like i understand he's a good defensive player he's I, a winner he, all that he's stuff a winner but i'm just saying like <laughs> i know i made this mistake with i know i made this mistake with austin riley I'm not giving that one up yet either. I'm not giving up. Oh, well, yeah. Stage. I think you need to, buddy. I think you need to let that one go. That's a big <laughs> time. Like, take the L. <laughs> but take yes. L. Like, take the giant L tattooed on your forehead on Austin Riley. Jesus. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> what, did, what, did, what did he do in the postseason against the Phils? I just you want know, you he's to. He's been like top five in MVP voting back to back years. I think he was like second two years ago. Yeah. No what biggie. did he do in the in the playoff series against the Phillies? Yes. Yeah. Simple question. He made a great catch. If Austin Riley's your defensive <laughs> guy, you <think. laughs> but uh, my thing with Dansby is that he strikes out all the time, and like I just I can't deal with strikeouts anymore. Like I'm kind of. Yeah. I'm doing the. I'm oh doing the well, that's old... why you want Xander. That's the Xander move right there, dude. It, I, it's the most old man yell at the cloud like anti-analytics thing that I currently have going right now. It's just like strikeouts drive me freaking bonkers. Well, and... is it because you saw your team have the most in the history of a World <laughs> Series? Maybe I don't know. That might play a role. In your I'm not a. Process. I'm not a big recency bias guy, um, but who knows? Maybe that could be it. Maybe it could be uh, my two hole hitter just continuing to go down on strikes. Well. Um, and looking at it sometimes too, yeah, like just sometimes, at it. yeah, quite a few times. I mean, dude, it is. I've never seen a better player comp than Reese Hoskins and Pat Burrell. Like they're they're just the exact same player. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Um, yeah, who Burrell, trust... was, Burrell was cooler. I mean, let's who, be honest. Yes. Who would you trust more in le- in uh, <laughs> defensively, Pat Burrell? Yeah, Burrell, or... Burrell, Burrell. Okay, good. Because that's important. Sure. That's important to the I mean, Hoskins. Well, Hoskins, I trust Burrow in left field more than I trust Hoskins at first base. But, I mean, Hoskins in left field is, I've said it before, and I, I stand by it. And, and you know, who knows? I might stand by it till the day I die. We'll see if I see any. Like, obviously, like a guy stuck in a position for like an inning because of like weird, you know, 18 in game or whatever, outside of that kind of stuff. Like in terms of an everyday player, Reese Hoskins in left field is the worst defensive player I've ever seen in my life. Any position, without a doubt, like, I don't even know what number two is comparatively. Like, it's the worst thing I've ever watched. 
What about when uh, Carlos Santana played third base for a day? What about that? Better, better. I will take Santana third over recent left field 10 times out of 10. Um, You won't believe this, but uh, Jonas Valanciunas did not get five rebounds Man, in the fourth. So. Shocked. shocked. <laughs> um, Devastating. So, uh, yeah, Dansby, I just like, I'm good. Not for the money, too. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Like, I don't need Dansby at like six for one, 100 or whatever it'll be. Like, that, that, come on. Six for 120. Like, I don't know what it'll be. It'll be something like that. No, like, screw like that. It'll be, it'll be up there. It'll be, it'll up be there. yeah, that's what I mean. It'll be over. He will get over $100 million. Like, nah, I'm good. I think he's going to get it like above 150, frankly. Yeah, um, that's, he might. That's my point. I mean, he's a damn good player. I'm, I don't want to pay him that much money, is what I'm saying. Like, I I don't get excited if I'm like, oh, we sent Dansby Swanson to a six year, $150 million contract. I'm like, ugh, great. So, my general feel is they'll sign one of the shortstops. And I think whoever signs six years, I think they'll probably take him. My other thing, my other big take is like, and this is going to be very on brand. But I just I don't love the idea, dude. I if I there's two things. This is actually in the take bag, but I'll do it now. Good, yeah. I mean, I it's need. probably take bag time anyway. I should start complaining about the time. It's been long and we're getting late. So there's. I'm just trying to get to the bits, you know. <laughs> there are two things that I need, like Major League Baseball, to grow up and get right. Number one is I need a deadline for free agency. Like last year was so awesome at the beginning of free agency when we knew that there was going to be a lockout and they there was like a ton of action a rush. before it. Yeah. And it was like, dude, baseball is being talked about in the offseason. And that's what you need. Like, dude, NBA free agency is talked about all the time. NFL free agency is talked totally. about all the time. Like it, it needs to be a part of a sport if you're going to grow it. I think. I think they've done a pretty decent job of getting the game in a better spot, you know, on social media and growing the game that way. You know, like if you looked at all the social media graphics, like everything was up by like 52%. And I think that's because of Phillies fans, obviously um, being back and, and watching all those highlights again. Um, but like create a deadline for when free agency can sign. So that there's some like freaking action so that you're not just wasting everyone's time until like March. And I know like Boris likes to wait, but like, come on, I, I hate it. And the second thing is like enough with the qualifying offer nonsense. Like it, it just ruins everything because if they, if they reject it, then you have to give up a draft pick to sign these guys. And like the angels are obviously a dumpster fire organization, but like they had to give up a, a freaking draft pick to sign Tyler Anderson today, you know, yeah. like, yeah. And then the, the Dodgers get a draft. Like really, it's like, really it's so dumb. And it's like, First off, what are you doing? Like, you don't need. I know. I. What are you doing? What are you like? Strip your parts and start over. All right, dude. It was wild when I was thinking about like, oh, could they afford X player and, and Y player? Um, I looked at the Angels and they have like three players making thirty million dollars a year. It's like it's unbelievable. It's, yeah, it's, it's Rendon, Otani, and Trout. It's yeah, crazy. Terrible. Yeah, and Rendon's like barely played for him. Believe me, I have been. I've kept him. (laughs) (laughs) So good. He was so good in Washington. I would have given him all the money. And I'm like, come hit for my team. Like, just come rake, dude. You were going to rake for a decade. Like, that sucks. Yeah. People go to die out there. It's horrible. I love Anthony Rendo. I really do. Um, But yeah. So, but at the same time, like, so I'm trying to get past giving up two draft picks to sign two free agents. I'm really trying. Mm-hmm. It's it kills my soul um, to want to do it. But at the same time, 
I have to keep reminding myself that like this is the window. So like yeah. if it, it, you know, if you have to give up two draft picks, you have to sign Carlos Rodon and the shortstop. Like yes. bleep it, bleep it, do it. Um, my general- capitalize on a moment. You have a moment right now, John Middleton, John, John, Philly's front office people who are listening, whatever. Like you have a moment right now. Like for the first time in over a freaking decade, this city is like has red fever. Like this city is is ready. They are ready to be back in that park. They're ready to fill the park. They're ready to get excited about this team, especially if this team comes out and is awesome. Like it will be a freaking party again. Like this is a moment. This it, it's an opportunity right now. I really believe that they have an opportunity in front of them. So. Full disclosure, when James does that impassioned plea, front office members and Dave, I want you to listen to him. <laughs> and when I'm saying, don't sign this player because of giving up a third round draft pick, yeah, do don't, not listen. Don't do that. Yeah, do yeah. not listen to me. But just know that there's a part of me that's like, <laughs> your boy Castellanos cost me a second round I pick. Trust me, I know. But how about those catches, Jack? How about those catches? Yeah, I made everything. Work. <laughs> how about those sweet, sweet, sweet catches? <laughs> yep, yep. If you told me that Nick Cassianos was signing to get to the World Series and I had to give a second round pick to it, then I and I didn't know exactly what happened during yeah. that whole season. You'd be like, like, oh man, Cassianos raked all year. Yep. Like, what? What do you hit three hundred with thirty homers again? I'll bet he did. That's great. Oh, he he hit two fifty with eight. <laughs> oh, he hit, he hit zero homers after August twenty seventh. Cool. Great. Super. In two months of baseball. Silver slugger. Um, but I do like I love it real quick. I love you say like silver slugger. Like it's a joke. He won the silver slugger. Like it's like like what the what the mm, not cursing yeah, Jack. I didn't, but there you go. Um but I I do I so I would love Rodon. Like I I put him as my number one priority just because like I envision well, don't, a... don't don't bury the lead next week. I mean, come on. We're doing the perfect off season. You don't want right, to, right. you know, you know, give right. everything away. In a, in a tease. Calling for the per- me, in a, me not a pro. I'm just saying, you know. Well, in a tease for the perfect off season. I will not be signing Carlos for Don. Whoa. Oh, OK. I'm, that is shocking right now. Things have changed. Because I have a trade oh, for an oh, ace. Oh, oh, oh. That's oh, wow. that, that really is a tease. That's a great tease. It's a great tease. Seconds after you called me unprofessional. So <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't think. All right. You can, get to, can... can we get to your little take bag? What are we like an hour in almost? Come on. Where, where yeah, but you know what? Back? I don't care. I missed this. You never do. You never do. I missed this. Um, yeah, this is good. It was good. We did right, a lot. Went... It was a lot. It was, we spent a lot of nights together for a month plus. I know. So it was so weird not talking to you I for know. a week and a half. I know, I know. I know. I was trying to open my notes app and I opened up my uh, scorebook app and I noticed that Jenna's Valentine <laughs> eight rebounds. So, um, dude, you want to talk about the ethos of this podcast? Mm-hmm. Like, the Phillies coming out today and it coming out that they spent $22 million to like beef up the clear water operation. Oh yeah, buddy. Like go all. In oh like, yeah, buddy. It pretty much made up for losing the world series. Like <laughs> then like really fully investing in player development. It's like, uh, dude, this is going to be strong. Just let me put that out there. 
is John Middleton is John Middleton what Mets fans thought they were getting in Steve Cohen? Wow. I mean, 22, I so, $22 million to like. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, Steve Cohen spent a lot of money. Yes, but like but, he went into like like we were like super excited because John Middleton went over the first tier of the luxury tax. Cohen was in the fourth tier of the luxury tax. <laughs> like he blew by all of them. He outspent everyone by 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 you know fraction you know by uh, multiples or whatever. So yeah. Well, and he did all that, and they got to the World Series, right? Hey, uh, I will say. Cohen's back on fraud watch with the uh, deferred payments to Edwin Diaz. Oh, I didn't realize there were deferred payments. Really? Come on, dude. It's a hundred million dollar contract. Write that off. Well, I mean, you know what? Honestly, it's kind of like a, just a bad job by Diaz. I mean, why not? If you could defer it, I guess. Why not? I don't know. Um, But no, the 20, like the whole idea of the the investing in Clearwater, like it seems like the the, the story I read, like I forgot about the story, frankly. Um, but the, the story I read a couple months ago, it was like, basically they just want to build like a souped up analytic, like player development complex oh, down there, buddy. And, like spend whatever it takes to do that. And it's Let's just go. like, how, how long James the whole on this pot on this podcast, did we say just invest everything in player development? Yeah. The whole you pot in the whole pot. Like just, just get it, just get a souped up player development thing and have people coming through the, 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 um, you know, coming through the system. And then you, you supplement that by spending a free agency. And it's like, you know what? That's great. But also we went to the world series by spending a, a ton of money. So we can do both at the same time. And it feels like we're legitimately doing both at the same time. I know. And Which is what I, this is what we've said. This is what I said, what you said, like double barrel approach. That's what I'm all. I was like, they have to, especially the where they were at as a franchise. Like, you don't have a choice. You have to spend now. But like Brian Barber, development, like do this stuff, and like you know, and now we're getting to the point where like Andrew Painter, we're talking about him being a a potential you know meaningful piece of this team next season. We're talking about Mick Abel as maybe something you can use as a an asset to get. So I mean, that's why this stuff matters. That. You know, you need to have that as a factory going and stuff. And that's why these teams cannot. It's not just about the players coming up, but it's about the ability when you're in a window like this to add guys through trades, to be able to afford to trade those prospects because, you know, you're so good at pumping them out. Pitching prospects. We'll get we'll work on the hitting prospects. I agree. I agree. I agree. Although Casey Martin, I thought he was going to be so great. I loved him. Although they protected Johan Rojas today. I saw uh, there's some. Good Carlos Dela Cruz buzz going. So Ooh, there we go. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, I mean, fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't know what you do with Johan Rojas at this point. Like you brought in Brandon Marsh. He can like he showed he can hit trade him. Well. You trade him. You, you trade, trade him. him. I agree. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Could be a part of my perfect offseason. Um, uh, so the Clearwater project is like really, really exciting. Um, bu- 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 yeah, I mean everything else. Oh, 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 the uh, the Bryce thing. So like, we should oh, probably. Yeah. How do we not know? Like, how uh, do we not know? Well, and that makes me worried. You know, wait. Like, if it was gonna be Tommy John, wouldn't they do it like like that? Like, wouldn't you want to do it the day after the season if he has to get Tommy John surgery? I have no. I just have no read on it. Like, I just I have no. Like usually you think, oh, the longer it goes on, the worse you know it is. And maybe they're trying to get like second option. I don't. I, I mean, yeah, I guess it could be like second and third opinions. But man, I feel like if it's TJ, 
I mean, look, you could you could say he's just going to be the DH and 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 theoretically not get it fixed. I suppose you know. I mean, it didn't hinder him offensively this year, as we saw. The only thing that stopped him was the broken hand and coming back from that for a bit. You know, so I don't know. Um, but you know, if I'm the Phillies and he's got he needs Tommy John surgery, I'm like, all right, let's freaking do it and get you back as quick as we can, like May or whatever. So I don't know. I, I I actually think the fact they haven't is it means it's it's probably not the full on TJ surgery. They have the Tommy John light surgery now, which I didn't really know that much about, but apparently, yeah, that, that's apparently to heard Salisbury talk about it. It's like a kind of like a, a smaller version of it where, you know, it's not quite as, as aggressive and you can come back even quicker from that. So maybe it's something like that. I don't know, but just the fact I'm right there with you. Like the world series ended what, you know, a week and a couple of days ago or whatever it is. Is that right? I don't know. I'm all messed up. A week and right. like three days. Yeah. Like the fact that it's been that long, we still don't know what's happening is, is weird. Yeah. It's weird. And my only thing is that I, I just, I, I hope that listen, the world baseball classic seems cool. Like do, I would like, do, uh, no, like, no, no price. No, no, you're not allowed to play in it. Sorry, pal. <laughs> like, Honestly, again, I'm not going to curse because I did earlier. And, you know, who the bleep cares? Like the manager of the year award is like the most meaningful thing in the world in my mind compared to the stupid world baseball class. Like, really? That is. Uh, And it's unfair. Uh, You're right. You're right. You're right. I went too far. I love baseball. I I went too far. I went too far. But like, but, but as far as Bryce Harper is concerned, that's how I feel. You're right. On the whole, I didn't mean to impugn the whole world baseball class, but world Bryce, yeah, I'm, I, it was that was unfair of me. It's the, I don't want Bryce Harper anywhere near it. Like that's my point. Like Bryce, the Phillies are what matters. Don't, I don't care about that. That's what I'm trying to say. You're right. I went too far. Specific to Bryce Harper, who again, literally, you know, came back as quick as possible from a shattered hand, and then played as many games as anyone else could possibly play that season or the last game of the season and has a, potentially needs Tommy John surgery or some version of it or whatever. Like really games that don't count for the Phillies. No, out, out, none. Sorry. Nope. As far as I'm concerned, I'm just saying like, you clearly don't remember Jorge Alfaro's home run down in Miami. You're right. I don't. I don't. I don't remember it at all. I don't remember uh, it at all. I remember when they announced the World Baseball Classic, and I and that's about it. Well, for I those got. that for those that don't remember, I feel like uh, Jorge- I saw that Mike Piazza might be the manager of Italy. I think yes, that's the thing. Um, for those who don't remember, uh, it was it was the most packed that um, the Miami Marlins Stadium has ever been, and at this that's point. Jorge Alfaro was a Philly's top prospect and he hit an absolute tank shot there. And I was like, Oh my gosh, we we're saved at catcher for the next like decade. So, uh, you disrespected Jorge Alfaro's bar baseball classic home run. And I don't, uh, you know, I don't like that at all. So, uh, other than that, no, I'm good. Um, also whoever invests in Jacob DeGrom is making a huge mistake. So hopefully he's a ranger. <laughs> yeah, I could see that though. Honestly, like if I'm him, I get paid, you know, he was someone who blossomed late he definitely got paid, but this is definitely his last chance. I'll just say this. He, I want I look, I'm sure as in classic fashion with this podcast, if they sign Jacob DeGrom. I'm sure we'll find a way to get excited about it. But like, I really don't want them to sign him. I really don't. I really don't. I, how could you trust the guy? How many innings has he pitched the last couple of years? Like, I don't know. Like 
under a hundred, I would guess, like not many. You know, I don't he's pitched a hundred innings in the last two years, three years, on. whatever. That's what I'm. I said the last yeah. two years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He probably yeah. has. That's what I'm saying. In the last two years, it has has to be like under a hundred innings. Like, how could you? He's thirty four. I want nothing to do with Jacob. Nothing. That's yeah, how I feel. Clip that audio when they sign yeah, Jacob DeGrom. It's going to be tough. About North, I don't know. Dude, by I'm just by saying, the way, real quick, to your point before, you know who costs a draft pick? Jacob DeGrom. Yes. Um, although the second, they, the second they sign him, I will unleash the take that he's probably the best pitcher I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so, the best opener to just the best pitcher. Yeah, yeah. ever. And he's our guy now. Um, <laughs> and I, yeah, I think, that, I think that's pretty much it. Good. Good. It's time. It's late. I'm done. This is all I got. You're good. good. You're We're fine. back, buddy. This was fun. I felt like this was good. Now, next week, we get back to baseball, do, you know, a little perfect offseason. I needed this. This was fun. Um, fun. Yeah, it was. You're right. I'm, I honestly do feel a little bit better. You know, like 3%. So, you did that, buddy. Yep. <laughs> you got any final thoughts? <sighs> My final thought is that don't sign anyone until we do our perfect. Yeah. What it, we, my final thought, Jack's final thought. Same freaking thought. We'll talk to you next week. He's present something.